1: Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by JimJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for being here on Friday, January 5th. A couple sleeps away from the Jaguars taking on the Titans in the regular season finale, a game that will determine the Jaguars' fate in all likelihood, whether they're going to get into the playoffs or not, whether they will win the AFC South. It's win and you're in for the Jaguars, it's win and you are the AFC South champion for the second consecutive year. We're going to get into matchups to watch here today. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop. We've got a bunch of Duval throwback gear up on the site right now. Go check it out. So getting into these matchups to watch, I think I'd be remiss if I did not start with Andre Dillard. He's allowed 41 pressures. In 11 games at left tackle. In over half of those games, six games, he has allowed four or more pressures. Josh Allen, you may have heard of him. He's going to be up against Andre Dillard in this one. I think Josh Allen might get to 20 sacks in this game, right? He's sitting at 16 and a half right now. I think he is going to absolutely feast on the left side of that offensive line, the right side of the defense. And Ryan Tannehill, he's going to be starting in this game, it looks like. He likes to hold on to the football, right? So I think you have the combination of Josh Allen, who is on a warpath, and an offensive tackle in Andre Dillard, who is struggling, and a quarterback that likes to hold on to the football. I like that matchup. I like that matchup a lot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Josh Allen is going to have himself a day against the Tennessee Titans, and you know he hates them. He's talked about it for years. He hates the Titans. Uh, So this is a guy that wants to go out, show out in the regular season finale against the Jaguars' arch rival and have himself a game. On the other side, Dylan Redurns, he's actually been playing pretty decently lately at right tackle, but I think Trayvon Walker's been playing a little bit better. I think he's going to be able to get him a couple times at least. I also think you can continue to see Trayvon Walker work on the inside, on the interior in clear pass rushing situations, and I like that a lot. You know, Trayvon had a big sack last week, lined up inside, had more of a three-technique spot, and I think if you're able to see him and get him in there uh, continuously as as you move along throughout the remainder of this year, getting into the playoffs, that could help the Jaguars' pass rush. There's no doubt about it, because his get-off looks quicker inside, he's able to use his length, his athleticism against these guards, and it's a mismatch. So I love to see that. I love to see the Jaguars employing him in that way last week. Um, Defensively, you also got to bring it, though, against Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. Uh, As much as the Titans' offense is kind of stagnant right now and not doing a lot of great things, these guys are good. There's not a very good offensive line in front of them right now, but you have to bring your hard hat when you're trying to tackle Derrick Henry. You have to swarm to the football um and if you make one false step against Tajay Spears, it can be a really big play. He's got a ton of explosiveness, a ton of juice that he brings to the field. So you gotta come to play against the run, but you also can't sell out too hard against the run because they can hit you with play action. And they've been known to do that, and they've done that against the Jaguars in the past. And you've seen the Jaguars struggle this year with play action at times. So you just gotta be ready. It's a big, big test in my opinion for Foye, Lewick, and Devin Lloyd, who both of those guys have gotten fooled on play action this year, right? You've seen some coverage busts in man coverage against play action from Foye and Devin Lloyd. So I think that you want to see those guys handle their business in this football game. For the most part this year, they have been very good, but handle your business against a team that you know is going to run some play action. DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver, he can still pop off to, you know, he's got a thousand yards this year. He's got six touchdowns, I believe. He will move around the formation for the Titans. He'll line up in the slot some, he'll line up on both sides. He's not going to run away from a lot of guys right now. But if you give him opportunities at the catch point deep down the field, he can still make things happen, right? So I think Tyson Campbell, he needs to play the way he played last week. He played very well matched up with DJ Chark, in my opinion. If he's able to do that and play with physicality and play with confidence, I think he'll be just fine. Um, Obviously, Darius Williams has been playing at a high level for the Jaguars. I think if if, uh, you see DeAndre Hopkins in the slot, Zone coverage. I think Trey Herndon will be just fine there. So I think that um, the Jaguars, as long as they come out and play confident against DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to be fine. Again, I don't want to see very much man coverage. I think that's where the Jaguars' secondary can really get into some trouble because they're just a group, a secondary, especially the corners. Again, Tyson, Darius, Trey. They're just better zone cover corners, bottom line. So I think you want to continue to see that. You saw it last week. On the other side of the ball for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence versus Trevor Lawrence, right? I believe many of his fumbles and mistakes this year happen when he sees teammates failing around him. He's like, all right, I'm going to have to do this myself. I'm going to have to put this team on my back. And that's when you have some hero ball. That's when you have some big mistakes. You don't have to do that. You just have to be yourself if you're Trevor Lawrence. There's a line between playing aggressive, which he absolutely should play aggressively, He has the talent, arm talent, physical ability to play very aggressive, uh, but there's a fine line between playing aggressive and playing hero ball. You've seen him try to play hero ball some when things around him start to fall apart in certain games. Just be Trevor Lawrence. It will be enough, right? Uh, you just got to be yourself out there if you're Trevor, assuming he plays. He has practiced this week and started throwing the football around on Thursday, so it's looking like he's trending towards playing. You know, Every week this year that he has been injured, that he has practiced, he has played. Uh, this is the ultimate game, right? The final game of the regular season. The game that determines your playoff fate. I think they're going to have him out there. We'll see though. Um, if, if it's C.J. Beathard, obviously, he's going to play within himself. (laughs) You don't need to play hero ball. You're the backup quarterback. You just need to manage the game. But I do think it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, Looking at Evan Ingram versus these linebackers and and safeties, Ingram is already third on the Jaguars' single-season list for receivers in terms of receptions. He has 104 catches. Jimmy Smith is first and second. He has the record with 116. He also has the second-best mark with 112. If Ingram could get to 112, that would be so awesome. A big ask, right? That's eight catches. That's a ton of catches for a tight end. We've seen him do it before. It is a lot, but that would be really cool for Evan Ingram to be able to be up there. He's already up there, you know, third overall as a tight end. One of only, I think, eight tight ends to ever break 100 receptions in a season. I don't say I don't think you want to force it to Evan Ingram, but if it's there, which it probably will be against this this Titans defense, you know, feed Evan a little bit, see what he can do, see how big of a game he can have, because I think that he um, is deserving. He has shown that he's a reliable target for you all year, your most reliable target on offense. So I think you know running things through Evan Ingram is always a good idea for the Jaguars. Now I don't think you run the ball as much as you did last week if Trevor Lawrence is playing. But stay committed to the run, right? You want at least, you know, 35%, 40% of your plays to be runs this week because, A, you want to get Trevor Lawrence in there if he's playing and not put too much on his plate. Um, You want him healthy for the playoffs. You want him feeling good. You want him to have a nice foundation this week for the rest of the season, assuming you're able to get this win. Uh, but, But stay committed to the run. Uh, Stay committed to getting Travis E.T. in the ball outside and in space. Good things will happen if you continuously do that. And I think you continue to get Tank Bigsby involved. You know, you spent a third-round pick on this guy. He can absolutely play when you give him more opportunities. I think he's starting to settle in. You saw him play fairly well last week. I'm not saying you feed him double-digit carries, but continue to get him involved in this football game. Continue to use – your draft picks, right? I think it's it's the time in the season where they're no longer rookies. You've got to expect them to play and play fairly well for you, especially when you're talking about Tank Bigsby and Britton Strange, your second and third round picks. Uh, I think you got to use these guys and and rely on them and, and feel good about that because they are talented. You brought them in here for a reason. Britton Strange can absolutely make an impact for you in the running game and so, so can Tank Bigsby. Finally, Calvin Ridley. He's going to be going up against maybe some Sean Murphy Bunting, maybe some Eric Gerrard. Hopefully I pronounced his name right. Never heard of him. Did see him play a little bit, though, in the last few weeks. These guys are your starting outside corners right now for Tennessee. Um, They're not playing great football. They do not have their full complement of corners, of secondary pieces. Jeffrey Simmons is not available. He's on IR. He's the catalyst for this defense. They do still have some guys that can get after you up front, no doubt about it. But um, I think that Calvin Ridley should be able to have a game. He needs 90 yards to break a 1,000 on the year. I think despite uh, some inconsistencies throughout the year, some ups and downs for this offense, for Calvin Ridley, if he was able to get to 1,000 yards, I think that would just be a nice little way to end the regular season and build confidence moving forward. Don't know what's going to happen with him in 2024, uh, but this is a guy that I'm such a big fan of the way he attacked coming back from the two years, almost two years off from football and uh, I just, I'm, I'm rooting for Calvin. So I'd love to see him get it done. I think very favorable matchup against this this Titans secondary. I think that last time he played against the Titans, he absolutely popped off, had a really good game. I think the Jaguars can potentially feature him again in this football game and have a good one. That will do it for the matchups though. The Titans, they are such an injured bunch and they've lost a lot of talent over the last couple years talk about obviously losing A.J. Brown a couple years ago. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons is injured, as I mentioned. David Long is playing for the Dolphins. Uh, Kevin Byard is no longer in that defensive secondary. So there's just a lot that they've lost. Um, They're not the same team they were a couple years ago, and they're not even the same team that they were a couple weeks ago. With some of these injuries. So just handle your business on the road against your arch rival, the Tennessee Titans, and you will host a home playoff game. You will be a back-to-back AFC South champion for the first time ever for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They haven't won back-to-back division championships since the 90s, since before the AFC South was even around. They haven't made the playoffs in back-to-back years since 04-05. It's been almost 20 years. For the Jaguar since they've done that. So go handle business, win the AFC South, beat your arch rival, and uh, you're going to be hosting a home playoff game. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop. Again, we've got a bunch of Duval throwback gear up on the site right now. Tie-dye t-shirt, black t-shirt, uh, crew neck sweatshirt. Go check it out. Y'all have a good one.